When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Good morning, great to have your company. Jimmy Williams and Paul Hayes, we with you on Off The Bench. Hayes, you're all kitted up, you're huffing, you're puffing, you had your helmet on, you've taken it off, you're ready and you're training and you're training hard. I am, I've got the Lyca on this morning, I rode all the way in, uh, got a big ride coming up, the Macca's ride for sick kids and look, I did it last year but only one day, it's a four day exercise, <laughs> it's nearly 500 kilometres would you believe, starting in Collie, going to Margaret River and then all the way back to Perth and last year for the one day I did one training session and geez, I paid the price for it, <laughs> I was cramping in all parts of my body and they were pushing me up the hill towards the end <laughs> when we arrived into Bunbury last year, so this year, not making the same mistake. Do the preparation and you get the results. That's what I did throughout my footy career. That's what's helped me in good stead in my radio career and now I've got to do it. I've got to back it up. I've got to get through the full four days. Prior preparation prevents... We know where you're going with that. But uh, we put the preparation in for today's show. We've got the dig on the show and there's a lot of movement that's going to happen. I'm going to take aim at a docker a little bit later. How long will he be a docker for? We'll have a crack at him a bit later. Well, let's go now. We'll start with Adam Chera from the Fremantle Dockers. The Dig. Dial before you dig. The essential first step. Don't dig yourself into a hole, dial before you dig. It is the essential first step. Why do you want to have a crack at Adam Cherahays? Oh, look, he's been here for four years. I know every player's got the right to leave, but, you know, in football, you want to achieve success. And I think it's the wrong time to be leaving the Fremantle Dockers. You only have to look at what they did last week when they had all their stars out. They had this young brigade that's coming through, and they're going to have some special times over the next three to four years. And, look, you play footy essentially to be part of successful teams. I understand the lure sometimes to go home and be close to family but you also only have to see the adulation that we recently saw with Dave Mundy for staying and breaking the record and what that means to this state but also for that individual how you can be embraced if you make the tough decision to stay with your football club do the right thing it'll come back to you in spades towards the end of your career not only hopefully with premierships for some of those players for the Fremantle Dockers but for what you're worth and what the community here in Western Australia means to you so you're saying that Adam Cherry game against St Kilda, the Dockers game against St Kilda, which you think that's going to be his last game as a Fremantle Docker? Yeah, it's looking like it. There's been like a four-year contract on the table in front of him. Good money for a long part of this season and he's still yet to take that up and look, when you get this late, I think if he was going to sign it with the positivity of the week that we've just saw going into their last game, a must-win game, they're not out of the running just yet, they're going to need results to go their way, that would have been the time to really give the group a big lift but it hasn't been the case and um, unfortunately for the Dockers they lose another promising player but it's not the be-all and end-all because if he does go, you know Peter Powell, when he gets the trade table, he fights really hard 
for those players. And they're going to do well out of it. I think they'll get a top pick and maybe even a late first rounder as well. That's the sort of bargain uh, that he'll be driving. So just quickly, do you think that if Adam Chera, it's been reported that Carlton and, and Richmond are in, leading the race for his signature. Do you think if Ross Lyon ends up at Carlton, that could change a little bit and it could force uh, Adam Chera to sort of seek a different trade to Richmond? It's really difficult because of the timing. You don't know. We still haven't had the announcement on David Teague. And then you don't know whether um, that that transaction is going to happen over the next week, two weeks or month. And sometimes if you choose to go back for family and there's only one suitor, whether that's Carlton or Richmond, if you're really dead set on getting home, unfortunately you've got to do the deal no matter what. Well, there you go. Paul Hayes will be saying that tomorrow's game against St Kilda will be Adam Chera's last for the Fremantle Football Club. Only time will tell where he plays in 2022. Off the bench, Jimmy Williams. Paul Hayes will be back soon. Off the bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Last round of regular season action, it will be West Coast taking on Brisbane. And Hayes, earlier this week, the club released a video. Willie Rioli, we thought he was going to line up. We thought he was going to make his big return, but he's not. He's got a hamstring issue and he won't be playing for the AFL team. Of course, it's probably their last game this weekend. There's a potential he might return to the waffle, but you saw it a little bit differently. Yeah, look, I would have played him. If he was super fit, I would have played him, no doubt, because there's space in that team with all the players that have gone out. It's going to be difficult for them to win this game, and I thought he made, might have made a slight difference because of the way that he plays and the uncertainty, really, of what he was going to do on the big stage against Brisbane. But, look, I heard from Will Schofield on the Sunday. Now, he's only recently retired. He's still got some really good ins to many of the players there. He reckoned he had a hamstring injury on the Sunday and said he wouldn't play. Then you had the rollout on Tuesday of the West Coast Eagles media department with Willie Rioli and Willie returning. Look, the timing was fascinating because you look at what happened on the weekend, the Western Derby, and the negativity directed towards the West Coast Eagles on the back of a pretty average back end of the season. And then on the Thursday, to come out and say, no, he's not playing, he's not fit, was it a hamstring strain or was he just not sore or ready to play? We'll never really know. But it does show you that the narrative is often driven by the media departments of the football club. They can pull certain levers at different stages to take the heat off them at those particular times. And it is a tough time for West Coast. And, look, I believe the timing of all this Willie Rowley stuff was pretty interesting on their behalf, given the weeks that they have in re- had had in recent times. Do you think that if Willie Rioli fronts up and plays for the Eagles Waffle affiliate before the season's out over the next four weeks, depending on how severe the hamstring strain is, do you think there'll still be a big fuss made of his, his return to football? Oh, not as big, no doubt about that. But I think he should, if he's fit and ready to go, to actually get some continuity and play some games towards the back end of this year, I think we'll prepare him better for the start of next season. Now, they've got a lot of outs West Coast uh, for the game against Brisbane. They're not going to win, are they? No, it's going to be very tough. Oh, look, it could go two ways for me. The young kids that have been put in there, a lot of them are playing for the love and the passion of the coach because they're going to make some significant change on their list next year, in my opinion. So they could galvanise and work together and try and get one of the big upsets of the season, which would be one of the massive upsets of the season, given how well Brisbane have gone in the last couple of weeks. Or it could be a massive blowout where it just all falls apart. It's going to add fuel to the fire about what needs to happen at the West Coast Eagles. And look, for me, I'm quite strong on Adam Simpson needs to make some change to his game plan throughout the off-season. They need to invest in some kids. It doesn't mean they can't trade. You look at players like Jordan Clark and Narkle as well from Geelong. They're still young enough. So if you can get enough picks to get them in the door, then I think they should probably go that way. It might keep them in the window for a stronger, a longer period of time. But to get the picks to get them, 
They've got to let go of somebody. And it may be a Jared Brander. And the fact that he's not in the team this week suggests that he's out the door. I think they need to make a call on Jake Waterman. And Jake might make that for them because there's interest for Jake Waterman to go elsewhere. And if they're going to be really strong, then maybe there's a deal to be had on one of their A graders to really get themselves into the window to get a good first round pick. I think about Dom Sheed sometimes, whether they've got a surplus of that type of player through the midfield. Elliot Yo is another one that we, we may not get to see the very best of him with what he's dealing with, but he's certainly an A grader and I know you don't like to get rid of him, but with his age pro, profile, perhaps there's an opportunity there as well. And look, that's probably, I know Kane Corn spoke about Jack Darling. I wouldn't be doing anything with Jack Darling. I think you know, it's hard to find those centre-half forward types. With Josh Kennedy going out, you don't want to be losing two of them. The Eagles certainly in an interesting spot on their list uh, ahead of their clash with Brisbane. Adam Simpson, of course, is in charge, and it will be interesting to see what they do in the upcoming trade period. Will they trade and try and get some picks? Of course, they lost plenty in that deal they made for Tim Kelly. And I think just team harmony is the third thing that they need to work on. Like, obviously, when you get uh, some poor results, everything sort of fractures a little bit, and players start to talk a bit towards their family members or their managers, uh, other teammates, past players, and information starts to filter out of football clubs. Not been a part of that on the wrong side a lot throughout my career. So I think it's something they need to address. That if they all come back together before they actually get started in training, get together and say, boys, we need to get back to where we were. were close, tight-knit, friends, family, flag type stuff. Stay with us on Off the Bench. Brandon Stasevich from the Brisbane Football Club joins us next. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Welcome back. Great to have your company on this Saturday morning. Paul Hayes will be Jimmy Williams with you. And it's great to have a chat with this young man, Brandon Stasevich from the Brisbane Footy Club, who's having one of his most consistent seasons. Spoke this week with Carl and Hayes. Yeah, it's nice to get that little bit of recognition uh, from the outside world. And getting some of the big jobs too. Uh, of course, there's always key players from the opposition. You're the man to stop them. Has there been a couple that have stood out that have been some of your toughest? Uh, yeah, um, Luke Bruce. When he, got, he kicked a few of me, and then, uh, yeah, his forward craft is, is very good. So, um, you know, guys like him, and then obviously the different sort of types like Dustin Martin and, and DeGully are big, strong, powerful lads. And you can go with them. That's the key thing. But uh, what about your team, mate? Because it was looking really good going back probably eight to ten weeks ago. Then there was a bit of a drop-off. But the last two weeks, it seems like you're back to your very best, scoring heavily. But more importantly, the defensive side, to keep the last two teams to eight goals, that's what finals are won on. Uh, yeah, yeah. We've um, sort of come back to playing our brand and, and, and brought our energy and stuff um, around the contest. So, yeah, it's been good to find some good form the last couple of weeks and uh, yeah I think the the back line um, certainly all thrives off that sort of energy and pressure that um, you know the, the, the guys up the field are doing the mids and the forwards What did you talk about through the rough patch? What was the focus at, at that particular time? Uh, I think it's just oh, it was a bit of our energy we've um, we uh, had, had a slow start to the year as well and then uh, we did really well I think one nine or Ten games in a row, something like that. So um, I can sort of take it out of you a little bit, and we, we sort of lost our, our energy and mojo a little bit. And yeah, sort of just talked about, you know, you can sort of that stuff can sort of start at training. So um, if you just, you know, bring some intensity and energy at training, it sort of flows into into the weekend. So yeah, it was a big focus for us, uh, especially after that Hawthorne game. Sometimes you think it's just going to happen too, though, mate, don't you? You know, you rock up and think it's going to happen, and that's just that natural energy that's not necessarily there because you're in a bit of a comfort zone. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, those sort of things can uh, creep into football clubs sometimes. So, yeah, we're um, trying to stamp that out if we ever notice it again. We spoke about you being in the All-Australian squad and maybe in the team, but Charlie Cameron, he's making a late run. And I think the small forward position this year is the toughest to select because you look through it, he's got the most out of the small forwards with 44 goals. You've got Toby Green behind him, uh, Papley as well. But, you know, he's worked his way into the season and probably deserves it on those numbers. Yeah, definitely. Um, he's sort of, yeah, as you said, he's probably snuck up on a few people. He's um, had a, a very good end to the year, kicking a lot of goals. But with our forward line, he's sort of, you know, there's, there's that many blokes down there who can kick goals. So, um, you know, some days he takes a back seat and someone else reaps the, the benefits. But, yeah, Charlie's been on the end of this year. But, um, yeah, probably some selection headaches. So, um, the other was, and I'm sure a few mids will sneak into the forward line as well. So, that'll be tough for um, those selectors, yeah. Brandon Starsvich there from the Brisbane Lions Football Club. Hayes next. We'll chat about the cancellation of the Bledisloe Cup game here in Perth. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Great to have your company. Great to hear from Brisbane Lion Brandon Starsevich. But, Hayes, there's some bad news for rugby fans here in Perth. Of course, the All Blacks and the Wallabies were supposed to play each other in their Bledisloe Cup game here in Perth at Optus Stadium, but it's been cancelled. They're not coming here, the All Blacks. Yeah, devastating, isn't it, for the rugby supporters here in our state. They'd sold 58,000 tickets for this. It was going to take place next Saturday. There was hope that they could get New Zealand in, but the All Blacks have pulled the pin because they were spread out on a bit of a holiday, all the players around New Zealand. And, look, there's uncertainty around the rugby championships, which now follow, uh, which were going to follow that game. And they're now saying, well, it's better for us to stay in New Zealand now. It was a big game for everybody here in this state, but it was game three. They'd already had the Bledisloe Cup wrapped up again. 19 straight, would you believe? That's not good enough from our country. If you're going to have a a championship or a big uh, trophy that you win, you want to make it a bit more entertaining than that. 19 straight. But it is disappointing for all of our rugby fans here in this state. And the Wallabies were actually training here in Perth. So they were here. They were ready to go. They were ready to rock and roll. So what do you think would happen now with with our Wallabies team? Well, if I was them, I'd probably stay here for a bit longer because they do have that freedom to actually keep training and live a normal life. But it looks like the Rugby Championship Games will now move to uh, Queensland, Suncorp Stadium, particularly if they continue their good run with COVID. So at some point between now and then, they'll make their way to Queensland and and continue their training. Now, with that being cancelled, that doesn't change anything from an AFL perspective, does it, Hayes? It does help slightly. Now, there is a chance that we could host a game next weekend on the Sunday because you need the teams to be in by Saturday night to complete their seven-day quarantine and you have Sydney and also the Giants that play on the Saturday this weekend. So if they were to get on a plane straight away over here Saturday night, there is a possibility of that. But it is uh, favouring up now to look like that we will get the prelim finals and maybe the grand final, which would just be sensational here in Perth. How big would that be for the state of Western Australia and for this city? Of course... Once in a lifetime type stuff. I think we're missing that part of it because we're never going to see it. COVID will get under control. We're going to get the uh, injections completed, which is going to help with that. But this, it will never happen again, given the relationship with the Victorian government and the MCG. It's locked in for another 50 years, and it'll be locked in for another 50 after that because of the infrastructure investment that the AFL get from the Victorian government. So to have this with a full crowd is absolutely unbelievable. And I know I'm going to take the opportunity. I want to try and get my kids. I'll look at all the pricing as well. But to get your kids there to say, this will be the only chance you ever get to go to a grand final here in this state, you must take it. But what a shame, of course, Hayes, that... Fremantle and West Coast, extremely unlikely 
that they're going to be able to make it and get that chance because how special would that have been? Yeah, it would have been. Still special, though. But, look, I would favour actually going to Victoria for Fremantle or West Coast again because right. I actually love going to Victoria. They do it so well. The whole grand final week is so really well run that I think it's exciting to make it into a bit more of a trip rather than just a one-day event here in Perth. The other thing I want to raise is about the cricket. It's been a big week for Justin Langer and the oh Australian boy, cricket team. They've come out in support of Justin Langer, but clearly not his, not all is right for that team heading in towards the World Cup, of which Josh Inglis has been included into that, and then a massive test series against England in the Ashes. He must win the Ashes for him to have any chance to go forward. And he may pull the pin at some stage at the end of his contract. But for a guy that's been so well revered across his career as a player and respected in so many ways, particularly here in Western Australia, it hasn't been a great period for that side. Yep, totally agree, Hayes. It hasn't been a great week for Justin Langer. I'd love to talk more about it, but we're out of time. Enjoy your ride home. Good on you, Jimmy. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.